Season one of The Vinyl Supper has been made possible by Loudon Guitars. Now what on earth are you doing standing out there? Come on on in, as we dram here waiting for you. We'll sit down, we'll, we'll, we'll have at it. The Vinyl Supper podcast. Here's Benny Blanco. Like when you come in, when you come into 2020, were you like the rest of us going like 2020? This is a sign, it's like fucking 2020 vision. This is going to be the fucking year for Benny Blanco. It's just done. It's just done. You know, it, it, it did change a lot of stuff for me, though. Like, I look at I definitely look at life a lot differently and like prioritize things. Like, hasn't it? Haven't you like weeded out all the shitty people in your life? Because it's like, I don't have time. Like, it's like it's not worth it. And, you know, just spending more. I'm sure you're spending way more time with the family and just like, you know cooking doing things you thought you never do and just trying to you know you know just taking every day at a time i i you know it's not going to be back to normal for a long time no it is not definitely not and like you know out here um, we're just trying you know we're fortunate we're just trying to help everyone in need and give back as much as we can you know the the movements have been super crazy out here like all the Oh, uh, you know, it's powerful. You know, I went to, a, you know, I stay inside, but I did go to a bunch of protests, though, when it was happening. Like, it's really powerful yeah. stuff over here. Yeah. The worldwide, man. Yeah. I, I was, I was talking, I mean, I think everyone I'm talking to at the minute that this is, this comes up, obviously, you know, because it was like, because all eyes are so, you know, on the media for, for, for information. And then, yeah. you know, George Floyd that happens you know he gets lynched like that and yeah I mean it's it's been interesting to see like it feels like it's been more than um just an awakening to that movement though it feels like a lot of people are going hang on it's 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 everywhere you fucking look the the world's the world's fucking crazy yeah and it's been like that for a while and it's you know I, you know, and I just, you know, it's hard for me to realize that there can even be people like that in the world. Like, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. It's just such a, that someone could hate someone just because of, you know, the color of their skin, the, you know, their sexual orientation, however they, whatever it might be. Whatever. That's the thing. I know. It's weird. It's weird to me. We have voices to be heard. We have ears that need to listen. We need to be educated. We need to uh, help as much as we can. And we need to, in America, we need to get this fucking guy out of office. So that's the end end of my little speech. Now we can get to the fun stuff. Thank fuck for music and food. If the world was ending by whatever, that big thing in Yellowstone actually goes off and takes us all out like the dinosaurs. Uh, But we know what's going to happen. What do you sit down to? What kind of meal? I feel like I'm definitely having sushi. Like there's sushi's happening. And, and like, I definitely need like a few tacos on the side. I mean, and like, I mean, I eat so much food. I'm dead. I like, if I can have every, like a platter where I can just take a bite of everything. Like I need a good curry. Like definitely yeah. need like the best curry. Fuck. But I need like, I need French fries. I need pizza. I need bagels. <laughs> I need everything. How do you know? What's yours? What What's your thing? But you know what? Okay. Well, you know what? Mine changes all the time. Instead of having like a starter, instead of having like a classic starter, yeah, I would I would genuinely sit down to a couple of rounds of uh, of plain bread, toasted, 
But like it's it's like a it's like a it's a white bread that you get back home in Ireland, and uh, it's like uh, it's not pumpernickel in taste in any way, but it's it, it's sort of quite dense like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's but it's a white bread, really uh, sugary and delicious. But you just getting that night uh, slightly not 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 too not too burnt, but just on the edge of burnt. Tons of butter and a cup of tea. I would have about three rounds of that toast. Sleep three slices of that. That's and it. I, well, just well, yeah, just because I would take my time with it, and I would probably listen to something. I, I, what would I listen to when I was doing that? I would listen to probably something that reminds me of a dad. Had an uncle's name with Matthew. You ever you ever heard that song? You know that? Or so Matthew, that- as I call it, by John Denver. Yeah. Okay. That would be like a nostalgic starter. Because listen, if I'm going to go, I'm going to want something that kind of reminds me of, you know, if I had tea and toast and listened to that, I would I, I would be uh, surrounded by family. and I, You know what I mean? I, I need a mixtape because I want it to be like a DJ set. I want to go like up right, and right. down. I want to like, you know, because I want to dance, you know, you need, you know, I want to listen to, first I want to listen to like, I think when it's first happening, I want it to be like real. Well, if, I, if I'm dying, if, if you're dying, it's the last <laughs> thing. Like, do you want to end like dancing or do you want to end like peaceful? Like, like just be like, okay, take me away. Like, I feel like, I feel like I want to start peaceful. Like I'm going to listen to like Brian Eno or something just to like mm. kick me off. Like something really peaceful, really like, like relaxing, maybe some like, maybe some like Tim Buckley or something like something, yeah. something really relaxing. Like, do you know that? Do you listen to that ambient music for airports? But yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's course. that one. That one's Some, on a constant playlist for me. I know something, something relaxing. Then like, I would go into like, if I'm going hyped, like I want to listen to like the whole like Philly soul era. I want to listen to like Eddie Kendricks. I want to listen to uh, to Temptations. Then I want to listen to Marvin Gaye. Then I want to like I want to dance. I want to have like I want to go into the disco era. I want to listen to like Chic. I want to listen, and then uh, I definitely want to go into like some of like the old like Dr. Dre when he was making like the mixes where he was like mixing like he was mixing like George Clinton with like whatever like hip hop stuff was out at the time then like i want to i want to relax I, I, there's definitely i'm definitely listening to the beatles at some point prince yeah. is on for at least an hour and a half like jeez i you, you you've got it you've got it licked i've always been picking like three songs usually i think i picked one album last week but this is uh, really yeah I'm gonna was, di- i want to die with you benny what was your what was your one album last week <laughs> billy Conley bites your bum it's a comedy. It's Billy Conley just talking. Uh, really? Do you have certain milestones, like just songs you listen to with people, like your kids, your mom? Like, do you do you have those in your head, like right there? Like, I know the song. Like, thinking about my mom, like there's like a bunch of songs we always used to listen to, like 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 we would listen to together. Like, and they stick in your head so much. So, like, anytime I hear like. Um, uh, Bonnie Raitt, like, if I can't make you love me. Like, that one we always listen to. Me and my mom always listen to, like, always listen to Sexy Motherfucker by Prince, like, back in the day. And, like, my mom was always listening to, like, to, like, you know, the whole Controversy album. Like, I'm trying to think. And then, like, So is that where it came from, Benny? Like, at an early age, was that your mom? Was she, like, my mom and my dad? 
they were really into fucking music. Like it's like it's like we we listened like like as a kid, it was like I didn't we didn't listen. It wasn't like the radio like that. Like when you got in the car, we were listening to like good shit. Like it was like Beatles early on, Stones early on, like you know Van Morrison early on, like all the Philly salt, like all the Motown shit, all like all you know my mom was really my mom was really into like singer songwriters too so it's like tons of Joni Mitchell tons of like like you know my parents are older so my parents are from the you know it's from the 60s so it's like you know my and 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 my dad way earlier you know my dad my dad was born in 1945 so it's like that like yeah so so they were like they, they, you know, everything, you know, sometimes I'd get into like my dad's car and it would be like, one day it'd be like, yo, yo, man. The next day it would be like, uh, like Gregorian chants. And then he'd be playing like uh-huh. some, like some like Afro beat. Like, it was just like, my parents loved music and they always had like, you know, my mom, there was always a party. There was always playing mu- music was always on at the house. It was, it was very like, we weren't like a family where there everyone was listening to music. My brother, like everyone was so into music growing up. Was your, was your, my family was very into listening to music, but no one did music in my whole family. What about you? Uh, yeah, music was a big thing in our house too, but, um, yeah, the, yeah, we listened and played. My dad played, uh, yeah, he played mostly actually. The other boys I think played in various, you know, bands, school bands or whatever, but never really took to them. But dad played all the time. My granny sang and, and, uh, so cool. Yeah, anytime there was gatherings, there'd be a lot, you know, be a lot of singing around the house, and I'd I'd get up and do my bit as well, you know. We uh, never had that. We never had that. Yeah, but my my eldest brother, he was an avid record collector coming up, and he, you know, so he had ev- like anything that was in the charts or and some stuff outside, but just like a real, uh, just whatever was happening at the time, he had that. And then the next brother to him, Colin, he was into like the Jam and the Who, and and also had these old eight track. Uh, eight tracks of like trucker yeah, music yeah. and stuff um country music and western music and um and then the next brother to him paul he was into punk and the damned you know the sex pistols and yeah, yeah. Uh, so but it kind of all sounded like music to me you know the whole the whole the whole mash of it oh, which yeah. clearly it did to you too like when did you when did you kind of when do you think you kind of you know heard all this all this kind of musical influence and, and thought hang on i can I can fuse I, this shit. I can I, I can do this. I remember I was so so when I was growing up, um tapes were like a big thing, like singles. Yeah. Like so when I was about four or five, my brother was very into music and there was like a tape store down, you know, because there wasn't CDs yet. So there was like a tape store where you could go down and you could buy singles. And I'd go with cause he loved music. He was so into he was he was really at that point he was into like real like grunge and rap like you right. those were his two things in the in the early 90s so i would go with him and we would go and i would sit there and i'd hold all the tapes and they had a thing where you could where you could ch- uh, test the tape like you put your headphones on and you test it and i and i loved it and i remember just i, I always wanted to go like every day i was like can we go can we go and then i got to the point you know where i you know, probably when I was like, you know how no matter what age, no matter who you are in the world, you always have somehow if you walk into a house, there's some sort of toy keyboard. 
Like someone has some sort of, you have either that Casio one. I don't know how you get it. Everyone has one of those, like some shitty little thing. Bone tampe. Yeah. Yeah. I had this really small little keyboard. It was teeny. And it was like, I think it was like a calculator too. I don't even know, but I had, (laughs) but I had it and I was obsessed with it. And then like my parents got me this other one at like a garage sale and and I had the and finally when I was like eight or something I got like this keyboard that had like it was like a terrible Yamaha like a, like like probably like you know 50 bucks 100 but it had like a small sequencer on it and I started like sequencing and I was like by the time I was like eight I was like really into it and then I won this contest when I was like nine to record a song like in a studio and and like I got to do that. When you were nine? Yeah. And then my mom got me lessons. I was I was I was really into music, but I would switch instruments every week. Like every week I would I'd be like, I wanna play guitar. Then I'd be like, No, I wanna play bass. No, I wanna play drums. And like my my guitar teacher, he was he was so cool. And he like he uh he had like a dat machine and we would uh he would record me to dat like and just like he would like rather than we were learning songs but i like didn't want to learn them i just wanted to make my own songs up and like my family didn't understand it because they were like well why can't you play like this song that you were supposed to learn and i'd be like "Ah, i didn't want to i want to make my own song and like you know this was also i was like really into like rage against the machine so i would like i like found like I got like a uh, 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 a guitar amp from like my friends. So everything was like bad hand-me-downs. And I would like, I had like a karaoke mic and I like shoved it in and I would like rap over like a, over like and put like the distortion on like the bass amp. And I, I like, I, I think the lack of equipment made me much more creative. Like, cause I didn't, you know, we didn't have money like that to get all the fancy stuff. So I had like a boom box and I had two boom boxes and I would like record one and then like record that into the other one, then record it back and like make like, it was kind of like a four track. Cause like you, I would just keep recording back and forth between the two. I had like this little Sony, like my dad had like one of those things that you take to the beach, like the little Sony Walkman things. Like yeah. it was like, they had a speaker on it. And then my brother, he had a boom box. He bought a boom box that you could record like so i started making mixtapes and i don't know i just like got really into it when i was early like like seven eight like i was so into it all my life i like, wonder where that came from i like, don't know like what like because you know listen we all had like loads of kids had those uh had access to boom boxes that recorded loads of us did and loads of us recorded all kinds of farts and burps and you know and, yeah, yeah. and voices and whatever but not everyone kind of went like isn't it wild, like, what these choices that you make as a kid that just transform your life dramatically? I didn't even know what I was doing was, was like, was like multi-tracking. I didn't know because I was like, how do I, how do they get so many sounds? I didn't understand it also. And I had no one, this was before, like, I remember, I remember a big turning point for me was when I discovered, like, uh, uh, like I really got into like liner notes, like credits, like, mm. and I, I figured out like, oh my God, these there's songwriters and there's, and there's uh, like this person 
played the drums. This person played like, cause I, when you're a kid, you think the artist does every single thing. I used to think the artist was at the radio station performing. I didn't understand. <laughs> so when I figured that out and then I would play like games where I would like try to guess like who the producer was like based on their wow. sound and like who this was. And I would like got really into it. And then like, once I got into like rap music, like it was like, I would, I would um, study, you know, I figured out sampling and I would like listen to all the originals. And then I started buying vinyls and like getting really into like, not only just sampling, that's when I got really into older music. Cause I would realize I'd be like, Oh my gosh, like the song my mom was listening to is this song that Jay-Z sampled. Like, and I like didn't understand wow. it. And, and, and then I figured that out and I would try to like remake the beats. And it, it, it was, honestly, I love, like don't you wish you could go back to when you were a kid and you just didn't know anything and your music was so free you weren't thinking like oh is this the pre-course is this the post-course oh the song's got to be like song's not going to be a hit unless it's like this and this mm -hmm. but when you're a kid you don't think about any of that stuff and you just make you just make music and you your shit's a mess. It sounds terrible, but don't you ever listen back to your old stuff? And there's such genius and like there's like a little part of it. There's just genuine energy, a genuine spark of something unique, right? You just didn't know. Well, you know what? Listen, it's me you're talking to, boss. I I have never had to worry about hits. <laughs> it's you that has the hits. No, but it's like, but it's like you know, I you. It, it's when you think like. When you don't think, and it's that feeling you get now, you know, when you're just sitting, especially in quarantine, like I'll just be sitting alone and then you, you get that spark and it's that you get that feeling. You can't even describe it to any other human being in the world. It's like, and everyone gets a different version of it, but you get like, I get this, this feeling in your chest or your stomach when you know, you, you know, you, you're doing it, you know, it's all coming together. Like, and there's no drug better than it. There's no amount of drinks better than it. There's no feel. It's the best feeling in the world. Like it could cure any illness. Like if any, if, if, if every, if every person in the world could get that feeling we get when you're on the verge of making something, it's, it's, there's, there's no better feeling in the world. You, no sex better. No nothing. <laughs> there, there just isn't. There's nothing better than having that feeling when it's all starting to click. No matter what, you know when music's just so good, it makes you smile and you can't stop. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. you just can't stop. And it's like, it makes you laugh. It makes me laugh. When I know something's really good, I just start laughing. Well, I'll be I'm alone. Yeah, I'll be alone. My girlfriend will be like, what are you doing? I'll have my headphones on and I'll just start laughing. <laughs> it's because hard not you, to sometimes and it's you can't explain just so it. good yeah it's magic man music's fucking magic if you if mm -hmm. i told you hey how'd you write this exact point like this exact song and this you remember you remember some of it but some of it you just black out and it just happens mm -hmm. you know what being that i'm uh being that it's the last day i would probably have a a big a big steak can I change it? No, I don't want steak anymore. Yeah, change you know it. Change it. Yeah. No, I don't want steak anymore. Uh, what do you want? Well, I was just thinking about... I, I do like that feeling, you know, when you when you get a good steak and it's like it sort of melts and then mm -hmm. the wine with it. I like that. But actually, it does get a bit boring after a minute. So You'd rather just have the wine. Maybe you'll just have wine. 
<laughs> I just have the wine. I'll just have wine for the main course. A liquid main course. I'm trying uh, to No, I would have lobster. I would have lobster with uh lobster with uh garlic butter. Do you know what? Probably just and um, uh, crabs, loads of seafood. That's what it is. Yeah, have. seafood seafood's the one. Yeah, but all you know, uh yeah, oysters, Wait. some oysters there. Yeah, like a seafood platter. It's it's really but lots hard. of garlic butter. I'm gonna to listen to that album by Francis and the Lights. The uh, the first one. The um, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Starlight is it called Starlight? Yeah yeah yeah. Farewell Starlight. Farewell Starlight. Okay, so I that's fucking, what you're. Eating. I fucking love that record. Oh my god! Absolutely he's, love he's that record. He's a genius, man. He's such a he's. He's, uh, it's so funny. I always, uh, you know, for me, it's like people say like, oh, how do you decide who you work with? How do you do? And I tell them it's all just the music. You know, it's like I'll work with friends and friends didn't even have a record deal. We did that independently. And then at the same time, you know, the next week I'm working with The Weeknd. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's all about the music. And then, you know, I love when all the people when I'm working on all this stuff together, they all kind of just bleed into each other. And then Francis was working with The Weeknd and then, you know, Ed works with The Weeknd and I work with Ed. And it's just like, it's so cool. Like when, 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 when worlds can collide in music. Mm-hmm. We kind of write at such different paces in such different ways. I mean, that, that's what I've always loved about you. You seem to be this ball of just constant energy. That's, you know, you were always, there was always something happening. There was always new artists coming by. There was always a, there was always a new kind of tributary going out from yeah. your studio. You know, you it just yeah. seemed like to be constantly moved. Francis was was in with you for a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. making records and just all this wild dope shit is happening all around you. My writing process is usually just kind of me really on my own going. I've no one to high five. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well done, boy. I wasn't collaborative like at the beginning i wrote everything myself you know didn't you know uh, wrote all the songs made all the music mixed it all myself and then like at once i started working with people i was like oh this is kind of cool and i had never i had never collab and i'm sure you're the same way like at the beginning did you ever collaborate you did it all yourself right not until ed not until i was 38 i hadn't written a song wait really yeah no i no you did i I wrote i wrote yeah, a song, uh, two songs with one girl and one song with another guy, like ten years before that. But like as a thing, they were just friends that I did it with, sort of thing. But no, I never was. You a, never a wrote it. Writer. Ed was the first one. Mm-hmm. First one that ever. How'd, came you, out, yeah. how'd you meet Ed? Uh, well, he he would have come to my show. He, I think he saw me at a show. I can't remember what show, show he saw me at. It was Y Festival. Uh, I was uh, there down there in Nislopi were there and I think he was working with Nislopi. Do you remember Nislopi? The great band. Uh, yeah. Great, yeah. Anyway, uh, they were there and then he came to a load of my gigs basically. Long story short, he came to a load of my gigs and then so when he then got uh, the deal in that and was reaching out to people, the co-writer reached out to me about co-writing and uh, actually I had said, I didn't say no I just got back to him and said, "These are you don't need me to co-write," is what I said. Uh, you know, these yeah. the sound the sounds complete as it is, and it's you know I don't know what I would I actually suggest that a couple of writers you know say, "Why don't you try these folks?" But, yeah. Uh, and it wasn't it wasn't me going, "This is shit." I was very clear about that, going, "This is great." You know, I just don't know what to do with it. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not your Huckleberry. Um, 
and then that so that sort of went away for a while and then I can't remember did I go to I, I went, went and met him in Belfast and then we we talked and he invited me on a tour and I was like you know 38 year old fucking man with a with a kid running around singing songs about heartache and what whatnot. not yeah uh, and going on a pop tour, I was like, "Fuck it, why not? I'll never, I'll never do this again. I'll never get an opportunity to go on to like this, you know, this kind of tour again. It'll be the best to crack." Uh, but I really was, uh, yeah, I wasn't prepared for quite what it was to me. He was, he was a, he was a revelation. You know, it was really. Uh, I learned a lot on that tour, and you know, uh, a lot more than I expected to. And loved the collaborative process. Loved, loved trying to inhabit somebody else's vernacular for a minute. You know, getting out of my own head, my own shit, trying to think, okay, what? Okay, I would say it like this, but shit, this is how you're naturally going at it. So trying to kind of go with them on that journey, you know what I mean? Like trying to help them articulate it the way they're seeing it as well as the way you're seeing it. Quite enjoyed that. Yeah. I remember the first time he ever played me your music. I I was in New York and he said, this guy... I think you didn't have a deal at the time or you had like some small deal. Like it was like he, he played it. He played it for me the same, the same day he played me thinking out loud. And he said, I don't know if I'm going to put this on my album. He said, uh, he was like, I have a video of us, of us the day you played it or when he was playing me his thing. And he was like, he played that. And we like, I was like, you got to put that on your album. And then he was like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to. And then he was like, he was like, dude, you got to hear this guy. He's like, he's, he's so much, he's like, he's so much better than me. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I've been a fan of this guy's forever. And he played me, he played me this thing. I, 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 it was so mind blowing. And I remember we listened to it like four times in a row. It was like this, it was, it was a really sad out. It was like a sad song. I got to find it. I'll find out what it is and I'll text you. And he was like, and it was, it was, and we were like, fuck. And he was like, he was like, we got to make music like this. That's what he was saying. (laughs) I bet he's glad he didn't. I bet he's glad he didn't. (laughs) uh, Better off making the music you were making. He loves you, man. No, I love him. He's an incredible guy, isn't he? He's something special. I know. I remember when Ed had that chef. Uh, what, what's that lady's name? She was so nice. The the girl who was at his house and uh, Scottish girl Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah. She she was so good. She taught me. She actually she taught me. I'd never made bread. I made bread with her for the first time. She taught me how to do it. Wow. She was so she was so cool and like like anytime I can learn anything from anyone, you know, and 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 it just is like food is just the most relaxing thing to me it's like it's like making a song it's like it's like you just do that it just takes all your stresses away yeah and then to make and then just to make it for yourself i love it i love cooking i love cooking over fire i love just doing i don't know it's just some it's fucking fun man well do you know what it's, well it's also essential you know i know it's one I of cook, those i've cooked every meal since i've been in quarantine Every meal Love for months, that. every meal, no takeout, no nothing. Fair play to you. I can't say the same. I, I can't know. say the same. But we just had a baby. We had a baby a month ago. So, uh, oh my God, congrats. 
Hey, thank you. Yeah, so we've been uh, we've we've allowed ourselves the odd night of fish and chips, you know. Yeah, you can do that. We've been making <laughs> fish and chips out here because you can't get good fish and chips. So we yeah. just make we make it out here. And I bet they're good. Oh my god, we make we make it good. I love I love. I, it's so funny they just can't get it right here. Fish and chips. There's bound to yeah. be somewhere like there's bound well, to be they don't somebody do somewhere, chip. right? They don't do the chips the right way either. Yeah, they're not. They don't cut them thick enough. Yeah, even, they don't even when thick. they try to go for, they either go. It's either just like uh, slightly thick fries, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're guess, like these weird, or, or like fucking wedge, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, it's like too, and then like they're jangin. too. They're too dark. You can't make you can't make chips too dark. Like they got to be yeah. like just the perfect amount, and then like a fucking pillow in the middle. Do you know what, man? I've been so excited to talk to you. Well, for just to see you for one. But two, because to tell you that uh, I've been watching the show, the uh, Martin Benny Eat Out America. Uh, dude, it's lethal. You know what? When, when I remember when I first met you, I think we 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 met on email or whatever. But the first time we met in person, I think was when we did that Malibu right with Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always remember Murray and I just sitting watching you. You know. Walking around, I was thinking that guy's a fucking movie right there. I just put the camera on him all day, sitting around there. He's either making beats or sitting and talking yeah. to Alex. Was it the chef? Yeah, you know, what, yeah, yeah, you know, what yeah. are you what are you making in there? What is that? Can I try that? How do you make I, that? <laughs> I know, man. It Wait, was a show no. happening already. I think I remember the first time. I think I met you. Tell me if this night happened or if it didn't. <laughs> I think I met you in New York. With Ed, Jay Z, and like Beyonce, we were like in a garage or something, like singing. I can't. I feel yeah. like we went out. And where was the Heinz that? Tooth? It was called Snowtrolls yes. Bar. Yep, yep, yep. I f- I think that was before. Wasn't that before the writing de- camp? Yeah, that was actually. Yeah, I think we got really drunk. I was already drunk at the beginning of the night, but I think we got really, really yeah. drunk. Yeah, I think we all did. Yeah, I was. I was and we were in like a garage. Were... Yeah, we were in a garage, like singing, like below a bar. That's right. Yeah. Wild. That's right. Yeah, we were out the back. We were out the back of that. They might have to cut out what bar it was then, because you, yeah, it's probably illegal in it. Well, definitely oh, was right. illegal. I remember was I was getting told off for it before before you guys arrived. Really? Yeah, yeah. When Jay Z and Beyonce rocked up, it was like, yeah, smoke wherever the fuck you do, whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Whatever you say. Yeah. For my dessert, I'm going to have a coconut. I know this is just stupid to have a really spicy curry that is sweet because it just goes against the grain. But I want I want a coconut fal with pilau rice <sighs> and a big pashwari naan just to make it even more sweet. Oh, my God. What's up okay, in my... My mouth's water. My dessert, maybe red velvet cake, maybe. Oh. I like red velvet cake. I love creme brulee, too. Um, shit, what up? What up? Yeah, red velvet cake sensational. Red velvet cake. I, and I'm, because I'm not usually a dessert guy. I love, I like sour things, like, like, like the sour straws, like the sour patch kids, but like <laughs> red. <laughs> Something with like red velvet cake or like banana pudding or something. Like I love soul food, so like anything in like the anything in that world, like the red velvet cake, the coconut cake, the pecan pies, chest pie. I love all that shit. Man, you like pie? 
I like I don't like pie normally, but I like it if it's like a chest pie or like a pecan pie. So like I don't. So love you mean like, like with that. the with yeah, like it's the like with that butter sweet. stuff under yeah. on it. Yeah, the soft. It's like they have it in like 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 when you go to Nashville and stuff. Like you ever been to Arnold's oh, yeah. in Nashville? Yeah, of course. So it's yeah. like that that type of shit. Like they make it at all like the meat and threes, and it's like a sugar pie basically. It's like a pecan pie without the pecans on it. I love that. I love pecan pie but i don't love i'm not like an apple pie guy like i don't like that shit i like peach cobbler but that's about it yeah. ultralight beam oh that's just so good so good that's a leveler that song that that's one of those songs that i when i first heard it you know I literally, I was lit. I literally, I just had to play it over and over and over and over and over and over. Uh, and even when, even when I could tell the composite parts and what's I going know. on in it, the spirit of the thing is still just. Uh, yeah, that's an incredible piece of music. That. Okay. Incredible. Okay. I'm going out. To. Okay. Okay, what am I going out to right now? Right now. I think I'm going out. Man, I might go out. I might go out to Bill Withers right now today. Mm. Maybe today, either like grandma's hands or like, or like maybe, honestly, maybe right now, just because it's a beautiful day, I might go out to Lovely Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go, Benny. Yeah, I think that's for today. I'm I'm probably gonna throw that on right when we uh, right when we get out. I love that. You know what? I might go and do that myself. I know, right? Just to kick up the day a little bit. Yeah, mate. Thank you very much for taking the time, dude. Thank you so much. Whenever you want, and then one day in thirty years, we'll be able to travel again, and everything will yeah, be yeah, good, right. and I'll be over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>